This is the Fourth Floor Podcast. Right, yo, guys. Done, no. <laughs> Come on, episode, episode 10. This, 10. This is actually a milestone, though. Ooh, like, ooh. We can ban her, but episode 10, that's a milestone. I can't Fact. lie. Yeah, I, I can't lie. Pat ourselves on the back, innit? Yeah, I think we need innit? a little bit of a drum roll. Who would have thought, bruv? Yeah, energy, energy crew, energy Let's crew. Go. Wait, because no, I can't but do anything because your face is frozen. I can't. I don't know who I'm, what I'm talking at. One sec. Oh, sorry. Bro. Oh, sorry. So don't blame it on Ethan, man. Blame it on the laptop, G. Yeah, it's like not the laptop. J, J, am I frozen for you? Nah, G, you're crystal yeah, clear, it's baby. <laughs> it's that Jay, guy. You had the most shit Wi-Fi for ten years, bro. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, looking but good today, life, though. Rag, rags to riches, baby. True. Come on, we back, baby. Come on, come on. But we wanted to start off by thanking everyone that came out for um, our little event. We did our first event. Hey, happy birthday, Ethan. Happy birthday. Last Sunday for... Thank you, G, thank you, G. Come on, 22 and that again. old. But yeah, it was lit. Thank you, everyone, for coming out. We actually had no issues, surprisingly. Well, we did, like, obviously organising it, but on the day, it was all calm. Yeah, until the end, though, yeah. when it started raining, I thought Manda were going to blow up when they started taking their blimps. No, the Jay was bugging out. Apparently, when it started raining, you slammed your laptop and ran off. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm not trying to get that too wet. I wasn't what? even there. What, a beta so was having a blem with the petrol he, in the other oh hand? Yeah, he was just, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm bare saying, are you like, I beg you don't smoke the, near the generator, and I see him smoking a blem, and then in his other hand, he's holding a petrol. <laughs> <laughs> It was like spilt on the ground as well. That's the thing. It was like there was petrol over the floor and shit. Oh <laughs> Token it out, token it out. <laughs> shambolic, shambolic. But it went well, so... Yeah, I think so. Keep your eyes out for the next one. It was very, very live. Thank you for the feedback on the website and the interviews and the mixes and everything mm-hmm. on the podcast and like, getting loads of submissions. So thank you for the submissions. Yeah, loads of different game. content coming up. We had a quiet week last week, but it's going to be... Quite busy this week in terms of content, I yeah. believe. Yes, but gonna e- start building up, hundred percent. Yeah, you um, man are still frozen, so I'm just talking to wave. He's talking minor, bro. Keep that down. moving, right? I wish I could just see your with? faces, but it's not that deep. What you man been listening to this week? Oh, you're back. I've been so busy. I haven't even been listening to music that much. You know, I heard some of Burner Boy's album. I yeah, liked it. Like, it hasn't been that much new that. music. I don't think. What did you think of the Burner Boy thing, though? I thought it was nothing compared to his previous album, like. I haven't heard it all the way through, so I can't comment, but I only heard the first few tracks. They seemed all right. Yeah, you know you know what I think it is? Yeah, I think, like, I think his record label's pushing him to do things that are, like, Commercial. Commercial. Yeah. And, like, I, thought, pop- I thought this album came out a bit quickly after the other one, to be honest. That's what I'm saying, and, well... Because yeah, I, mean, I, I guess it was I guess, I swear it was last year. I guess in today's world, you've got to bring out music on a regular to keep people, like... Yeah, but if you're actually, like, if you're trying to focus on your art, you don't need to do that. Yeah, like, you don't look need to at, do that. Look at, like, Frank Ocean, Skepta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they yeah, don't just bring out albums willy-nilly, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I thought his album was better commercialised, I can't even lie. Like, with yeah. the previous one, he had bare different sounds. This one, a lot yeah. of it sounded very similar, kind of like... Did it sound um, like it was, like, still originated from, like, Nigerian roots, though, or...? Yeah, it did, but obviously that in, in, he incorporated like, like more like poppy poppy sounds oh, that like you could yeah, see Americans liking a lot more. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. trying to tap into like the American market and make it even bigger yeah. there. Um, even just fair, I was confused because the genre of it on Apple Music says worldwide. I was just like, is what? it? 
No way. Yeah. That's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah that's odd. I did like the album cover, though. I thought it was pretty sick. Yeah, it was all right. What's What's that New York Taven song saying? I haven't even heard it. Now, Donnie's oh, not gone to bed yet, bro. It's pissing me off, man. <laughs> why is he doing white face? <laughs> yeah, why is he trying to look albino? He's actually so gone, bro. I don't even care. He's finished. He's nah, finished. but um, he looked. There was a cut to Martial last night, which we'll obviously talk about in a bit. But uh, it just looked exactly like him. Now the new song is good. Yeah, it grows on you after maybe the second or third listen. I, I started to really like it. Uh, I still liked it on the first listen, and then um, the beat's hard. I don't know who produced it, but more time. I sound like the educated Yorkshire guy on it. More time, basically, like edu- basically, Ryu was a good song. The feature was a good feature. Future, future, now future did a good feature on it as well. Uh-huh. And Future did a sick feature on the new uh, Little Yachty Future song that Jay showed me last night, but obviously it's off the recent album, but I hadn't heard the song because Little Yachty's kind of shit. Yeah, when Jay was saying Little Yachty's new album, I was like, wait, I swear this album came out like months ago at the start of quarantine. The video for yeah. it is pop. It's actually hard. It's like some but old DVD. The future Yachty song is hard and the video is hard. Yeah. Well. It's quite like that's a... Um, it's not like necessarily an original video, but nah, I, nah. Just, they executed it quite well. To me, I just yeah, I just like the. the I think it kind of like yeah, it worked well with the song in it, the type of song it was. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, like, I, yeah. What's this new Drake song? Laugh now, cry. I ain't heard it. But I thought it was good. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's all right. But um, Sounded, I, I heard it. I didn't watch the video. It's all right. The video is what you need to watch because apparently, I don't know, the two cars that he was in at the start of the video. Are like some unreleased Bentleys, like, and they look like some futuristic mad car that I've never no, it's not even been produced ever before. There's only two of them in the world or whatever, um, and they look nuts. I can't even lie; it's the craziest car I've ever seen. I need to check that out. I need to check that out. But yeah, he's got bare people in the in the music video. He's got like um, Kevin Durant, I think. He's got really he's got what's that odell beckham jr because i think and it's a lot a lot to do with nike sponsorships okay. like i think it's he's plugging wow. nike basically that, that just reminded me did you not see young fug now has his pilot license Bruh, i yeah. sent it to you on twitter and then he's scaring yeah, and then they just had a camera and his gunner <laughs> it's so mad bro. yeah i thought there'd be like some co-pilot, co-pilot. Like, yeah like duke him, in the back as well yeah oh it's so funny so funny it was actually so jokes funny. who little dirk's the guy that that does music with Fug. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. He's from Chicago. Um, he came up, I think. Wait, so is Drake releasing a new album? I don't know. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. Album coming soon, apparently. What about, what do you think of the Shoreline album? It's bare average, but I'm not surprised because they're not even together They hate anymore. each other. Yeah. They're but lab- some they're are right. team now, aren't they? Mm. Jay, we knew That's... they were going downhill when we saw them live, bro. That was the yeah, worst. Yeah, that yeah. was the worst live performance I think I've ever been to. In my yeah, life. I think that's the worst. That's probably this. They like around then they were probably just thinking of breaking up. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, it was, was only it was bad. only flipping two of them here. Yeah, it was only two of them there. What? Were just Phoenix and OG? I don't even think it was Phoenix. Who was nah, it? Nah, I was. It was. It was. It was OG. It was the tall and, black guy, innit? And Master Kato, I think. What, so you're telling me you went and Rob Vicious and Phoenix went no, there? Nah, it was two of them, so. and then I said it was weird, but we thought it was because of their charges or whatever, they couldn't get into the country. Yeah. yeah but we, I saw them the previous year, and they were good. Yeah, um, they were sick when we saw But then, no, the album had a couple... I heard a few of the songs. Yeah, I, what I, I did like, they flipped that, this is how we do we it. Do. That, that was hard. Yeah. I read that. Sipping from in the street. Yeah, that was a good song. Um, There was a good song with... um. The Musty Freestyle or something like that, but the bit before that, that was a good song. No, I haven't like, heard that. I mean, OGZ and Phoenix, Phoenix. Is it Felix? Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix yeah, Phoenix, he's Phoenix. a. Um, 
they don't rate each other money got to all of their heads or something like that I'm I think it was the I think it was the label that the played label. around with them innit yeah I think it's similar like to what happened to NWA like oh geez he's probably getting favouritised blah 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 the others yeah. are feeling but right like they want him to be on more songs but like Rob Vicious and Master or no they'll be paying him more and shit that's yeah, what the thing he said yeah. yeah he's probably getting more royalties and they're just doing the they're just doing slight shit basically but yeah, yeah. That happens with I mean, he's, a, he's a, a figurehead, though. But, um, Fucking looks like Kelvin. But no, nah, I think Phoenix is up there. I think him and OG's I think OG is definitely the, the spearhead of He's the of face. Yeah. He's yeah, the face but, um, of it, yeah. But, but the other guys, Rob Vicious is a good rapper as well. He is, yeah. He's They're all good artists. Who put well. his new suspect out? Because I ain't seen it or heard it. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. Basically, it's not on Spotify. It's on YouTube and it's a suspect song with Jesse James. And it's like, oh, so incredible. Incredible. What's it called? Like and it's actually wavy. Now, because I swear you showed me a sus song the yeah, other day. No Gimmicks, but that's that came out like... Time. No Gimmicks is a good No song Gimmicks well. is a tune, but that came out during quarantine, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, that did, but Suspect has a song with Jesse. But why has he not promoted it on his Insta or anything? I don't know. Look, if you go on, it's on the... It's on like, it doesn't even have any views, but it came out literally five days ago and it's not It's not on Spotify either. Maybe it got like it's leaked kind of, by accident. Nah, nah, it's on the GRM. Oh. With, there's a music oh, yeah. video and everything. Yeah, I'll have to check that out afterwards. It's called... Um, and it's with a guy called Slater, who's an American guy. Fair enough. Fair Brav. enough. Um, it's, it's hard. Brav, did you GRM. see... Did you see those, those fucking glasses your boy is bringing out, bro? Oh my gosh. Oh, what is this were they guys were they actually glasses I thought bro, they, they just were like hairbands bro. bro it's literally man said bands. man said wooden wooden non-see-through eye-band glasses like, he's lost his goddamn mind yeah but even his old glasses were so whack i don't know why everyone gassed him up with them remember what old back in the day which one the fucking like? the one that said that kanye west on it no no the old glasses that were like Oh, I can't describe. Well, they, they were just lines, and they're meant to be sunglasses, but they didn't block the sun. Oh, those during the like during his like eight oh eight and yeah, heartbreaks era. Yeah, them days. Yeah, yeah. They, they were, were so, cold. No, I thought that was quite no, sick. No, they were so. Moist. I mean, I mean, I had yeah, a pair, his swag back like then was shit. His swag back then was just shit. Yeah, but so is everyone's though. When you look back then, like. Yeah, yeah, but 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 a lot of people still wear shit clothes. I think like generally, <laughs> when I see him, like if you see him on the street in like a paparazzi photo or whatever. Which I don't condone, but he looks. Yeah, but they like, call the paparazzi. Like but don't get me started on that. They what? They call the paparazzi, bro. The Kardashians. All the time, do you think? Yes, bro. Have you not yeah. seen the one where Kanye is walking into a lamppost though, and he's looking down? Bro, yeah, I'm telling one. you, 100. percent Chris Jenner calls them because <laughs> there's so many celebrities that you don't see in the public eye. Yeah. If they call them, bro, people have already like come out and said that's what they do. 100. percent they call them. But if, you, if, you, if what, you're if you're bro, a man to bring that, controversy though like, all your life, at the end of the day, like, and people are just going to come and try to follow you around for more controversy kind of thing. They, bro, they know what they're doing, innit? They know to stay relevant. Yeah. They have to be in the papers at all times. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's, yeah li- it's literally brainwashing. Like, there's it no way. Like, it's not ha- good for Kanye's head, though. No, nah, I'm sorry, but Frank Ocean at the moment is probably, like, as big as the Kardashians. How is he never seen? That's what I'm, this one's in. Because he doesn't do anything in press. He, he doesn't do press or anything. Like that. No, he that's not, no, not but to do bro, anything. The Kardashians will go to some random store and like the paparazzi are just always there at every moment. Even though those pictures where Kim was crying in the car, that's forced, bruv. That's fake. I don't care what mm. anyone tells me. Nah, I don't think... It's don't all know, for their man. show, bruv. Everything they do is for the show. 
You see, I, I think that's true to an extent, yeah, but I don't think in like the ones where she's crying in the car and they look into the thing. I don't. But she's literally thing. looking directly at the paparazzi's eyes as if she knows they're there. Like it's actually bro, so. She does, weird. bro. I'm telling you, they call them 100. percent Christian has tapped, anyways. But did hey, you listen? Let your boy in it, Ethan. Did you did you listen to Designer Boy that ASAP Nas tune with um that? Deep... That sounded good. That sounded good. But you played it, but I can't remember it. I can't. Lie, it was good. But I think it came out a long, long time ago, but the video is kind of cool. But it's a bit weird. Fair. What's Parallel's so, album saying? I didn't even know he had one. Yeah, he dropped the tape. I think it's quite good still. Um, yeah, if you give it a listen. It's funky. Yeah. yeah, I rate it. Can't lie. Yeah. It's only like five tunes. you got with that girl, what's it? Is, is Green tea. With the Green tea pen. Yeah. She's alright. Nah, man, she's so overrated, bro. Just another light. Yeah, 100%. It's another light. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, up. she's got... He's We're got so song with Lewis oversaturated, bro. There's not an attack on her character in it. It's just there's yeah, so yeah. many singers that are exactly the same. No, it's just cheesy. I don't even like her character. I don't know her, bro. I know, but, nah, but from what I see, on Green Tea Peng, it's just hate on like it's me not like it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is why I'm sick of lighties, bro. I'm sick of myself. But yeah, Lord Apex and Lewis Culture is also on that album. So it's only six songs, so it's calm. Oh yeah, nice I need to check it out. Yeah, I mean, I is he? He's the DJ in it, the slow ties DJ in it. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's got a new album. Um, yeah, I haven't listened I didn't listen to the album. I, used I don't to, really listen to it. I used to rate him, man, but I said last. I time don't like his new songs at all. Childish. No, I like. Yeah, there's like one where 16 he sixteen year old. Re, the really in song bangs though. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was so better before that. But that he he sampled an ODB song. I think it was shimmy shimmy ya shimmy yam shimmy yay. Yeah. That was a good. That was a good tune. But, um, he's big though. Obviously, he's big. Yeah. But um, and the album's quite highly rated. I could have um, seen him play that um, that festival he went to. He's got a similar yeah. crowd to Brockhampton, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Even younger, maybe. What's actually. that? What's that yeah. festival you went to? Brockhampton is thirteen-year-olds. Octavian and them, man. What? What field what day? Yeah, I could see Amine playing there. I can't lie. I can't. I can see him headlining Lovebox, which I'm hundred percent. I think he will do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, and yeah, but and if you like, haven't seen on YouTube, Mugs has a new series called Pen Game. I'd definitely recommend. It was so funny. The, Mugs is that the rapping um, thing, isn't it? The rapper from, and he's on Filthy Fellas. Yeah. They didn't know. Um, but he's and been, Filthy Fellas is a football show, but yeah, it's, a, it's like rap battles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Pen uh, Game. Yeah, you are, got, I think um, I watched one of the episodes and it was so funny, bro. It's so jokes. It was the, uh, it was the, it was the bear, it was so a scary funny. looking guy with the, like the little kid, they were battling each other. Oh, what, Ashley versus the fat guy? Yeah, Ashley, well, Ashley Tragic. He's like, suck your mum. Yeah, yeah, he's like, suck your mum. <laughs> yeah, Lippy. I'm gonna have to link a shot. Yeah, I don't know how he won. I don't get how he won. Like, they were definitely Because sure. he was saying it off the dome, but the other guy obviously had... No, but the other guy was doing it off the dome as well. Way better. The other guy was was actually pying him as well. Yeah, Yeah. the other guy was responding to what the guy was saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, basically, that's the only one out of the three that actually was like a battle. The other ones were just like people showing off to like people who think they could sign. The one with the girl was good. It was good, it was good, but it wasn't like a part. Yeah, true. It was like. It was just a generic part. Yeah. It wasn't like directed at anyone, and yeah. she was like looking at the camera. She's obviously—I think she's talented anyway. Yeah. But well, R.I.P. Gasworks as well. For now, poet made an announcement that is, for now, it's, it's ending. But him and Alhan have something in the works. So mm. yeah, mean, but why would it was getting shit towards the end though? I can't lie. Nah, it was definitely way funnier at the start. It's almost yeah, like yeah. no. The, the last year of it hasn't basically been that good since AC and Hope Dealers. I feel like, like I feel like they didn't know what yeah. route to go down because sometimes it would be like a proper serious interview, 
and then other times it's just for banter. Mm. Like there, there was there was that one season where they had that like biscuit and that on. Although that was a, such a funny episode. Yeah. Like they've gone from having biscuit to JME, so it's kind of hard to keep like. Yeah, consistency. Nah, but you can adapt it based on your guests. Yeah, of like. course, but like the one with Jammer and like those ones are the best. Because they're raw and authentic. That's the thing. And it's all... Alhan can't go on a par one all the time because he's getting a bit bigger now and he can't do certain things. Mm. I'm sure. Like he's on BBC now, I think, and one po- post no show or something like that. One post um, show. Post good, yeah. yeah, he had very v, he had very V Brown on that show. Apparently she was talking about Pum and all sorts. Right? What, on one post show? No, on his BBC. Was that, is that on BBC? Oh, on BBC Sounds, yeah, yeah. The podcast. Yeah, the big way they got Very V. Brown on BBC Sounds. Yeah, yeah, That's he brought amazing. Very V. Brown on BBC That's Sounds. Amazing. It's actually so funny. I really like Poet's new show, though. I haven't disliked the episode yet. Because that's a serious The one poster, yeah. And he was interviewing novelist. Troy Dini, really novelist one was sick. He had Lippy on it, which also I thought was good. Lippy's good, man. He, he, yeah, he can... he's funny. Yeah, he can talk about everything and anything. Fucking hell, man. Let me tell you about this uh, Netflix documentary series. Yeah, what is that about? Basically, it's... Um, well, I haven't really gone on Netflix, obviously, since lockdown's over and stuff like that. I mean, what to the Cod Warzone? I haven't seen yeah, that we're, months, we're but... gaming appropriators, bruv. <laughs> yeah, like, just jump on the wave because the lockdown ain't got a choice. Yeah. And then when the, when, when the going gets tough, we ain't there to back it. Now, nah, we'll back it next lockdown or during the yeah, winter. Facts, facts. But um, the new Netflix documentary series, obviously, as I said, I haven't been watching too much Netflix, but I jumped on a Netflix documentary um and it's um a series on the most wanted people still are still like out there and i watched one episode and i showed one to jay it's about um samantha luthwaite is that i thought it you was know? braithwaite i can't know is it luthwaite that's because nah, braithwaite's the footballer yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah my bad bruv this girl she is not she's actually tapped bruv but she's kind of amazing at wait what did, she does. did you both did one of you just say she's dang and one of you say she's tapped so i'm confused no no no, no. i said she's tapped okay she's quite good looking as well she looks a bit like adele um Imagine, so Samantha Luther, I'll just give it to you briefly, yeah. You, you would know her because yeah. you know the, if you heard of the White Widow, it's like the 7-7 seven, seven bombings when that Jamaican guy blew, like the Jamaican convert or revert technically blew himself up on the bus or on the train. Yeah. And then she was the white widow. So she was like the English girl from Luton who was married to him. And then she must have done an interview with the press. And she was like, I had no idea my husband would do this. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. More time, she was the mastermind. for. She was part of that. And then it just shows her journey. It, she ends up in like Somalia, Kenya, doing more shootings herself with Al-Shabaab. Right. And like her on the run That's in Kenya, Somalia. That's crazy. And it's fucked because she's still out there. And it was sick. I just, again, I, I skimmed through it because I, I you want to learn it for yourself. Yeah. But, um, and obviously, um, there's just this Somali girl who's also educated in the UK. Um, she's a she's real like, one, man. She's sick. She's sick. She's like the deputy chief of police in Mogadishu, I think. And she's just sick. She's like, I'm coming for her and stuff like that. And she's had like assassination attempts. It's just a, that's a sick, one of the sick episodes. That um, again, bad, like man. even when you watch each Netflix documentary though, it's good to do your own research about it because you know the I, Epstein one. There was some shit that they didn't say that was mad. That yeah, I, the Epstein one. They didn't. They didn't go into detail enough, but they couldn't though. Yeah, no, no. They, they didn't draw parallels like because of like so like the person who's on the Epstein case right now. His dad was good friends with. Yeah, but that they, kind they, of they stuff. can't. But they're never they gonna can't do start that. Yeah. this stuff or they'll get killed. Like, 
That's why yeah, you have to well, do it in yeah. research. Yeah. But still, yeah. but nevertheless, that Samantha Luthwaite episode, and there's five more or four mm. more, and I watched another one about the Sicilian, because it's in because I ain't really seen something like that where it's people that are still on the run, mm. right? Mm. You'd expect these things to be people to eventually be caught and stuff mm. like that. But it's like Samantha Luthwaite is still out there, and no one can get to her because she's in a certain whatever territory. Oh, that's crazy. Um, and the Sicilian mafia guy as well. Um, Camorra, oh no, Camorra, I think is in Naples, but there was a guy still on the run in fucking Sicily and he's just like a mad murderer. And there's like ones with, um, yeah, there's just, it was just quite good. It was quite good, but yeah, apart from that, like that's the only thing I was really watching. Yeah, I've been watching Hannibal now and again. It's all right, it's pretty good. You've been watching Hannibal for time, yeah. I, watched, I think you yeah, brought that up to like two or three episodes ago, yeah. <laughs> two, three episodes every episode, you're like, Yeah, I'm watching Hannibal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even I think you'd rate Hannibal. I can't Did you watch the Anelka documentary? I, I haven't seen it yet, but that would be a good nah, one. No, that's on my list as well. Anyways, anyways, let's take a break because we've been going for a little while now 25, 25 minutes, um, but probably. T- I'll take the first one. Oh, all right, go ahead. I'll go go on, on. I haven't taken the first one in time, I don't think. Go on, then, brother, take it away. All right, so also Jay, um, you heard the six four five. Sorry, did you hear the six four five AR? I'm cutting this out. Yeah, FK Twigs is so good, bro. I better rate it. Six four five AR. Don't cut this out, Ethan. Six four five. FK Twigs has jumped on the six four five AR wave, and I told you he's. Yeah, I know, bro. In the peak of the hot day when we were nearly on the train tracks, you lost. Started talking about FK Twigs and six four five AR, bro. I wanted to die. Nah, that's, that's the new wave, G. You get to understand it. Anyway, so take your Immerse tune, yourself Jesus in it. Man. Yeah, don't cut that out. We, the people got to hear about 645AR. Like, oh, whatever, man. We teach. Facts, whatever. facts. We teach whatever. Um, nah, my song is... Um, obviously, this week, we're going back to, like, new London rap releases. Um, maybe you could call it alternative rap. I don't know. But um, we're gonna. I'm going to go for new song with Jackson the Silver, friends with Little Peep, and actually has a song with Skeppy as well. Um, and Jesse James Solomon. So Jackson the Silver, Jesse James Solomon, and Jesse James Solomon. And the song is called Blood on the Floor. So that was Blood on the Floor, Jackson the Silver, Jesse James. I rate Jackson the Silver's. I never really got into him until recently, but he's got some a really good song with Little People as well called Poor Thing. And obviously La La Land with Skeppy. Um, and this thing with Jesse James is hard as well. Um, this This section, I want to start with talking about Obviously, the big fuckery that happened. Again, I ain't researched too much into it. Yeah. But the big fuckery that happened with the A-level students yeah. and the algorithms based on the postcodes, with the private <clears throat> schools generally being bust. Like, we can talk about it. It's just like... What do you mean? Class discrimination and... As in private schools getting all the higher grades. Yeah, on That's average, so stupid, though, because there's so, so many stupid. people I know that went to fucking private school and they're so dumb, like... Well, it, it hit yeah, me harder I mean, because my next-door neighbour, who I'm good friends with, like... He Brandon, isn't it? Yeah, he got so he wanted to go to Manchester to do mechanical engineering. Um and he his whole life has got A stars, A's and not even B's he said. Um and when like he thought he was gonna do better well. Uh he got his grades back and he got a DD and a B, which is like nothing. So, do you know what I don't understand? Did they do exams or have they just been given this grade? No, they didn't given do any grade exams. based on mocks. Postcodes, wow. teachers, and predicted grades. It's crazy, but you, we, yeah, it's, we it's have mad a, we have put a it Tory government. It. Like so stupid. <laughs> Unfortunately, but, it's but not surprising. We wanna, I want to blame. The, I want. I, I want to be. I want to blame 
the government's algorithm, but I don't know how much power each teacher has. Like, how much power does each yeah. teacher have in this waiting? Because it could be the they probably it could don't be like know. teacher discrimination in itself on like a micro level, um, yeah. and it's like the algorithms as well, like the postcode stuff as well. It's like you should never ever do mm. something like that. I can't. I couldn't even believe they did that. Like, Bro, even predicted grades actually mean nothing. Like they yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. nothing. It means, yeah, it means nothing. My predicted grades were fucking high. Did you want to talk about how the fuckeries with this week's algorithms and how um, you know I assume that you know people of ethnic minority and um, oh, lower yeah. classes. You know this is just terrible for social mobility and of not, course, not. Of course. But I need to. I need to see like, like, and also they seem to be doing free appeals now. Apart from so the hundred pound appeal thing is gone. Thank God, but how long will this take? Exactly. You have until like two, three weeks for like half the country Mm. to appeal their grades. Uni starts in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people are going to have to defer a year and wait for these appeals to get back. Yeah. Which for some people, obviously, it's not going to be great. But I mean, if you're a first year fresher, maybe it could not be the worst thing in the world, you know, as opposed to starting online. But I'm not surprised that, I'm not surprised that England did, or the British schooling system did something like this. Well, they talk about Britain historically. Well, historically, Britain has one of the lowest social mobility indicators or something like That's that. That's not surprising. Mm. So, in the sense of like the level of which the level at which working class people can advance into middle proper class jobs. or yeah. upper middle class, mm-hmm. or not proper jobs, but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and also, like, obviously, this algorithm thing is just a systematic mm. of the question as to whether private schools should exist and what do you guys think because it's a very complex question so i don't yeah. expect you lot to be able to like no nah, i mean i've always no nah, i've always thought they shouldn't i can't lie um, just because yeah, i don't think they should i feel exist. like i don't obviously i didn't go to private school but if you go to private school if those are the only friends you've got that's such a that's such a little bubble you're in and you're not actually going to experience like what the real world, real world is like and that's how we end up with these prime ministers that have no idea about mm. anything really yeah like because yeah. they don't know all, all they know is going private school going eton going oxbridge yeah. where they're just again they're stuck in that upper class of society they don't meet anyone else they probably think everyone else is like just scum and dirty because they've never spoken even mm. interacted with a working class person yeah and I, that's why i don't think private school should exist because it just gives such a like false reality almost of what life is it like. Does. Yeah, for and sure. For I'll, sure. I'll, I'll touch up on that because I went to a private primary primary school when I was in India. And um, even there, like it was, I've got nothing bad to say about my time there, but you could clearly tell it was a bubble. Like it was a yeah. rich kid's bubble. Yeah. Um, rich people, only children of rich people. Mm. Um, they would not look down necessarily, but they would... Um, they kind of didn't open their eyes that much to mm. the other people in around. They would only go do things like private mm. swimming pools, private clubs, private yeah. parties, and th- just things like that in it. So they all were retained in their own bubble. Yeah, of and course. I, I, I do get what you're saying by the point. Like they don't. I guess obviously when you're in secondary school, it's much more different. Um, but that's when you start making your choices, isn't it? So yeah, and when you start making choices, you really need to be open-minded about it. Exactly. Um, and if you don't well, private inter- school if, people all know each other like private schools yeah, yeah. private schools and, and if you don't yeah, interact yeah. with people outside of your class it's just fucked like you're not going to be able that's why a lot of the rich people don't they're not able to have empathy 
for anyone that has less money than them because they've never Mm. spoken to them they've never held a conversation they've never tried to understand their point of view because they don't have to like they can live in that bubble and get away with it yeah they they don't have to socialize with people that they view as beneath them do you know what i mean that's why i don't think it should exist and talking talking on the grades part of private schools yeah so here it says um as a result of nearly half of all the exams sat by private school students 48% 48% resulted in an A or A star grade compared to just one in five sat by comprehensive students. But is that, a, but the prediction might be an algorithm that's like, well, private school people are more likely But that's to so get dumb. A but that's star, not, it's like, dependent which, on the person. Which on average, no, which on average, the top private schools are, but that's, you should never create an algorithm that assumes that just because on average yeah. a comprehensive school won't do as well, yeah, you yeah. downgrade the grades of fucking people on A's and B's and exactly, whatever, which makes no sense. And and news, yeah, which is fucked. Yeah, but um, what the question of do should private schools exist? Yeah, um, the thing is, um, private schools are obviously like an institutional problem because they're the things that cement and 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 um, not distinguish, but they not established either but they exacerbate and they whatever they exacerbate and they consolidate class inequality yeah, yeah they because do because there's no way on earth that they do and we have to be careful because again private schools are not homogenous but we're going to assume that we're talking about the proper private schools and not just Eton and that but ones in London as well up in North London as well and some in West that I know of but again like for example St. Benny's is like a 2k private school but it's still a private school but it's, they don't even get good grades but we're talking about the average price. So many here. donuts are from there. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, anyway, but yeah, should private schools exist? No, because we talk about social mobility and we talk about equality of opportunity. But when you have a private school, how can you? How how can how does that not divert the best teachers in the country and the best resources mm. in the country? towards the richest in society mm. you have the best resources the best institution you have the like the most talented teachers you have the most funding in these private schools at the expense of the public school so a teacher and i won't necessarily blame a teacher if they're like you know what i'm only getting 35 here but i'm good enough to get 55 there i'm gonna jump ship because i've got a family mm. to feed and xyz i'm not gonna blame him mm. but but True. that's a wider systematic problem of the existence of private schools which um which which can help consolidate class um inequality so imagine a world without private schools what would you say like how it would be like you know people from all classes and again state schools aren't all the same there are some states which are mainly middle class and working class but that's another conversation to go into but at the same time this is where i was thinking obviously on a wider level i don't think private schools should necessarily exist because of what what, what i've just yeah. mentioned and what you've mentioned as well it makes people ignorant you know it's um and anything it it helps in class consolidation so why would they get rid of it it's like education is so important to all of this and the networks that the private schools create between the top top colleges and then mm. the top top employees anyway but i was thinking of myself as a parent and it'd be in 10 15 years can you blame the an individual for sending their child to private school nah because i understand that in their head they think they're going to get a better education but for me personally i would never do it because that as i said Mm. it just gives a false pretense of the world 
Yeah, like you don't, yeah, yeah. you're not going to interact with enough different with enough different people. Like, just go yeah, into yeah. go into a state school. Like, you're still you. There's still rich people in state schools. Don't get it twisted. But you get to interact with so many different types of people, so many different races and ethnicities. Yeah, well, ethnicities. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get to learn so much more rather than just going to your typical. Most people are English. Like in my high school, English is probably the minority. Like, and I'm very grateful for that because you get you just get to learn so many different things. Like, you're born, you're living in England. Like, you're gonna learn about British culture anyway. Do you think that if private schools, yeah, were let's say, in the heart, like Benny's for instance, is like a private school, but it's in yeah. kind of central, it's in London, and it's I guess exposed to all sorts of cultures and people because well, of where yeah, it's but, situated but maybe they as a school but they accepted, still don't integrate yeah they don't integrate but as a school if they accepted more uh cultures into the school itself rather than yeah just but being people situated can't afford it that's the whole point that's but why it's not just the cultures things it's a class thing as well yeah. like they're looking down on the working class who disproportionately obviously will be white as well, but methane minority. I know what you mean, because if there's a private school in Kunch, it's different. It's different to a private school, a private school in, in London. Different. Of course, of course. That's why we're saying that all, not all private schools are the same and there are different, just to simplify But there's the still, there's still the basis that they are the same though. I don't care. Of course, Nick, that's the, the exact, the simplify. Oh no, the basis, are, yeah, you have to pay for it. I get it. No, and no, that, not even that. The basis that, uh, the attitudes that you get in private school, bro, I've seen it so much, like, yeah, where, whatever, whether you're, whether on. your private school is in London or not, like the attitude is still there, whether it's subconscious or not. The there's certain things, yeah, or to a lesser extent or a yeah, higher extent, that are underlying where you are and who there. you are and how maybe your parents are just really cool people as well. They should so run. They should run private schools like they run universities to a certain degree. Why? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like the fact that universities are like more multicultural. Every, you pay, but. There's still a wide array of people. It's, there's no like they don't look down on you for who you are, kind of thing. Um, how can no, but, they, but, but how can you not though? If you're in a private school, you're you're. Again, I didn't go to private yeah, school, but but statement. based on everyone I know, like I, I just think like there are, there is a private school that is uh, I know that is historically really good in in that, and I can't remember what school, but it's in London. But I kind of know what you mean, but like at the same time, we're talking about like years, eleven year olds to 18 year olds yeah and it's fair, like yeah. it's to not 18 and above and like universities have their own different problems so we don't need to i don't want to draw comparisons and even like, the people you meet at uni that have gone to private school you can see it yeah like they still they still are very picky with who they interact with at uni there's yeah, still, yeah, there's still another yeah, it's just still another yeah. bubble like so mm. but but again what what i mean to say is that how can you blame but if I was thinking in 10, 15 years, and there was this thing about Diane Abbott's, the lady, yeah. the MP, um, she sent her son to private school, um, and that was a big thing back in the day. And then I was like, do I sympathise with her? Because she was in, growing up in the borough, she was the MP, I think, for Hackney. And if I have the money in 10, 15 years, like, it's kind of like a cliche, don't hate the player, hate the game kind yeah. of thing. It's like, if I have the peas, will I, um, and, and all the state schools, I'm thinking for the, future of my son yeah all the state schools are really underfunded yeah and, and they don't i would hate I, in my ideal world i love to send my son to a state school yeah i'm saying and i think i still would but let's like say in the one ten percent chance you want the best then, for your then kids. i can't really yeah, hate yeah. i can't really hate on no, the course. person that sends their um kid to private school but it is just the 
wider problem of um, facilitates like a uh, income inequality and a lack of social mobility but yeah. mm. you can't always hate on it on the individual level well but yeah, talking about um, inequality and lack of social mobility that leads us perfectly onto the next point about free travel being revoked for the kids like that's gonna that's gonna ruin people's lives bro, do you know how many times I use my zip oyster like to this day I wish I had it they you, the kids like oh in it you could go everywhere and it's anywhere. It's so crazy. You could, and the thing is now again, it's just gonna kids from let's say I don't know from Ealing are gonna have to stay in Ealing because they can't Ealing. afford to leave Ealing. Then all yeah. they're gonna know is Ealing. They probably can't afford to travel like to see the world. Then all yeah. they're gonna know is Ealing, and it's just this. Ah, oh, it's so. That's why. Honestly, that's why we as like kids loved living in London at that time because exactly you could you, could go you would have you would live in Ealing, but you would essentially have friends who are all over n- yeah. in like neighboring city neighboring town sorry um on the other side of london you go to east london you kick ball in somewhere yeah. else like you maybe i don't know play chess somewhere else and, it's like, so, and it literally getting on the bus was free like and the train exactly. was so cheap and even and, but aside from kids socializing kids get into school like this is gonna mess up so many working well, yeah, class families. That's the mad that's the big thing. Like parents don't have the I'm, time I'm to not go sure to how it. much it's gonna cost, but if they're doing adult prices, that's literally three pounds a day. Mm. Mm, like and that, that adds up and that adds up over the yeah, month. That's and that's that's without the kids after school wanting to chill and go to another go to a park or something. Park, that's without the kids going yeah. out on the weekend. Like this yeah. is gonna this is it uh, could this cost is insane. people up to you know it could because like Bro, TFL is I, so I, expensive. I end up spending about my my student thirty percent discount rate for the travel pass for the week to get on buses and zones one to four was about one hundred and thirty five a month. So let's say the kids even spending half of that. That's yeah, not, it's insane, and that money is essentially going to come from the parents, and some of the yeah. parents can't even afford that, which exactly. is mad. Which means the kids ain't going to be able kids. to leave. This is what I'm saying, bro. This is it's just all of these little things that the Tories are doing. I just don't know. Oh, I just don't get how people can can vote. For I mean, you sl- you slowly is, start to lose faith in in your country, like only because of things like this. Yeah, it's like what the hell, well, bro? Th- this this thing is actually like people are gonna say it's not deep, but this this is gonna put so much pressure on families that don't have enough money because the kids then mm. the kids are going to stop going to school then social services are going to go around to the house yeah, and don't be say, surprised if you see more bus hoppers like yeah exactly yeah, then, yeah, then social surprised. then social workers like. are going to go around the house and say why isn't your kid in school then they could take the kid away but it's just like i can't afford to get my kid on the bus mm. yeah i agree i'm just thinking um the idea the rationale they're going to say is like we need we're in tough times we need ways of going um public revenue and um we need um, yeah yeah we need tax revenue and you know um public revenue we need increase so we can you know increase social expenditure and whatnot but why is it always the poorest that have to be hit the worst yeah exactly by all of these policies yeah. i mean again it's systematic of like yeah, a wider yeah. problem of like why are you not targeting capital gains tax mm-hmm. or a little bit more an inheritance tax or you know, increase in corporation tax, which is at its lowest it's um, ever been, I think. So all of these things, like, mm. and, you know, working on tax loopholes and stuff like that. Just there are so many other ways of increasing your revenue in times yeah, like exactly. this. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Not to fucking hit. It's like, it's like something, it's like the same as, like, increasing VAT, which uh, hits poor people the worst. Like, mm. it's just like, why, just don't. Do you not think they could implement, like, a rule that was, like, 
I don't know, I'm just thinking out the blue here, but like a, a rule, like, let's say a family earns, or yeah. the, the mother and the father in yeah. the family earn a, a combined wage of, let's say, yeah. I don't know, like 80k a year. And that's year, what affects the Or 100k a year. Do you not think families who earn that can't apply for free school uh, travel for Yeah, their like kids? free school meals, there should be free school travel. travel yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree with you, it's a good idea. No, I think something like that should be implemented on families that earn over a certain wage cap you know um, yeah that yeah. would be the that would be the way of doing it if you know what i mean yeah 100%. yeah like if you're gonna do it which i still don't see is necessary necessary because even yeah. the middle class kids will be put off you know maybe traveling london bro even know, now if i have to go somewhere i'm like right i can't bother to pay that much for the mm. train exactly so so but but yeah jay i agree with you like a pro, not a progressive um it is like a bit of a progressive yeah, yeah. tax you know it gets what it gets yeah. more expensive or it's like but the thing is it's hard to find that threshold that's the problem with all the, these type of um taxes and policies it's like where do you put the cutoff point but um yeah yeah but let's te- let's touch on the the migrant crisis the migrant crisis stuff um crisis what crisis the hell is, i can't even watch these videos but I'm assuming from what I'm seeing that they're literally reporting on people trying to get into countries. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's a horse race or something. But they've uh, but they got Sky News. Yeah, they got Sky News on a on a ship, like literally ten meters away from the boat that's trying to get I've into the, the country, images. and they're reporting on why they're letting people into the country. Like, in, like no, they're kind of like yeah, like a zoo thing, like a really dystopian. Like, it's, yeah, it's like a zoo like, thing, bro. Like when they used to, when they on the front pages of the Sun, they were calling like, or Daily Mail, they were calling like migrants, like cockroaches and stuff like that. It's like this yeah. dehumanization of migrants and POC migrants mm. that facilitates like, once you're dehumanized, once someone is just, you know, an animal in a zoo or like someone begging for their life and you're, you know, like, and then it's like it, it facilitates all kinds of like attitudes and um, mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Because, but at the same time, it's like, um, what was it? It was like, why are we? Yeah, yeah. Like it was very dystopian. It was just bad weird. It was just bad weird. I was just bad shocked. Like it reminded me of. Um, yeah, it's sad. Do you man. remember when Shemima had to open her application to come home and find out the answer on ITV or Channel 4 News in front of the camera? Mm. And she was like, oh, mm. she was like, oh I didn't get it. It just was like bare, like, what is this? Like, like yeah, how do you react, kind of thing? It's just like, how are you? How is the news in this situation? Like, like why? It it was just hella weird, but um, it's like the news is like conducting their life for them. It's very odd. Yeah, almost as if it was like a reality TV show. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Both, yeah. both instances, and it, um, is it like um, deflecting away from um, coronavirus? Do you think? mishaps of coronavirus oh. not in- intentionally mm. or unintentionally nah. or nah but the thing is Greece did you see what Greece did as well recently yeah. which is quite kind of similar yeah they yeah. let like no, it's way worse 10,000 or 100,000 migrants they just let them off into the sea a like, thousand, a thousand without a boat a it was a thousand yeah, like a thousand migrants into the sea without anything and just a life jacket and they told him if you survive you survive if you don't you don't like what the fuck bro it's like yeah, I heard you don't even this. hear about that I heard about this, but I didn't read it. It's crazy. But, but they don't put it on the news, like, which is the most sickening thing. Like, but um, this whole migrant crisis thing is like, again, what's it symptomatic of? It's like, uh, in, like a, in a bit of a cliche way, it's like, oh, these migrants are going to come here. They're the threat 
to yeah. our country and there's these, these memes going around you see with like the rich guy with like a hundred cookies and then the working class guy with mm. one cookie and then the rich guy is saying blame this migrant for taking one of your cookies like you know what i mean it's kind of like and that's mm. kind of yeah it's pretty much what it is it's like um how um how do you divert blame away from um certain policies like the oyster card policy and stuff like that when you should be looking and questioning this oyster card free travel policy you're now the average person reading the average news or watching the average news will be thinking why these people are going to come here and get their 350 pound universal credit like it's just yeah it's a bit fucked but um again it's kind of just like everything just repeats itself doesn't it but um Mm. yeah it's a cycle, let's, bro. let's take a break man it's too heavy heavy one yeah it was a bit of a heavy let's, one let's get on some football do you want to go for it Ethan? um yeah i can do you know so basically i'm gonna pick the tune that has i've just been playing on repeat for probably a few weeks and two weeks maybe um by <laughs> deep power diesel and skeptar called sniper Let's stop adding the truth. Give man a deja vu. Come on, it's a banger. That was Skepta and Deepower Diesel. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, pause the thing and go listen to the tune because it's a banger. Um, yeah, but you'll find now, it gonna... on the Spotify playlist, on the fourth floor Spotify playlist. Yes. And obviously now we're on to the footy section. We're going to try to keep it quite quick this week. Jay, tell us how you feel about last night. So about night? last night, how do I what feel? Right, so let me start from the beginning. Manchester Don't know why United went out to Sevilla because Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is shit. And what, okay. and what, what in the Europa League semi-final? Is that what it was? In Euro- okay, yeah. let me talk to you real quick, yeah? So hear what, hear what. Number one, I don't know why De Gea played. Fair enough, he played, whatever. That's got nothing to do with it. Um, number two... Brandon Williams been diving all game. Yeah, he needed. He should have. So probably, was Bruno though. Yeah, but you lot are king. Nah, but bro. Brandon Williams. We need a left back really badly. Um, I thought Brandon Williams was sick. He's a kid. He's a I'm kid. I'm sure. Kid, we need a left back in it, bro. Like he got. He went missing all game. Um, we didn't take our chances. Thirdly, we should have really and truly won that game. Mm. Um, and. That's that's all I could say. Why was Maguire like, anticipating a cutback, looking the other way when the ball? Yeah, that was the most stupid thing. Why I've ever were seen Bruno in my life, and Lindelof bro. arguing? I think all four of your centre backs were at fault for each goal, and you know, like the first, different centre backs for each, uh, all four defenders were at fault for the two bro, goals. Um, to be fair, to be cross, fair, bro. like there's the second goal that went in. That cross should have never come in. That cross should have never come in. Firstly, but secondly, I don't like Maguire. Um, not Maguire. Sorry, Wan-Bissaka should have. What well, he was, just, well. he went missing. I don't also, know what happened. Also, on the first um, goal, if you remember the cutback that Maguire and Brandon Williams. Yeah, yeah, he looked the other way. Wan-Bissaka was really slow to follow his man. I was when I watched the highlights. I was like, he's obviously going to pass to him. For the I haven't watched the highlights. Um, but, but you lot had way to. too. Like you had well, you had so many chances in the in the first. Their keeper, bro. They're not like like the quarterfinal. They're like the keeper was on smoke. Yeah, but not this as time. Nah, he made three nah, good you saves. Look, he made three good saves. Yeah, you oh, look, he was bro, still was good, only, man. He did his job. Like probably. nah, it was only at the start of the second half that you lot was actually that you lot were actually piling on the pressure. It was for fifteen minutes yeah, where you had about facts. three, four, and it. Good yeah, but that's the thing. That's the fine margins like if you don't score that goal yeah yeah there's exactly. three goals and and when when not... you didn't score those goals i knew it was going to be another man city situation i can't lie. yeah and really and and wait wait before that our bench yeah dan james f- go to hell go oh bro that made me crazy united needed a goal with a team sitting back and they brought in dan james i said oh 
Yeah, uh, no, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Rashford, Rashford has been Rashford poor. Shit. He's been poor. Yeah, and he looks like he's still injured. Bro, I don't know, man. I, if anything, Martial was very good. And what should yeah. have happened was Rashford should have come off the field. Um, Martial should have gone left wing and Igalo should have been played up top. Yeah, yeah. Igalo yeah. up top was a shot. I don't know why he didn't he brought on Fosu Mensa when you're chasing a goal. I don't know, bro. I don't but um talking of but it's been a mad week in the Champions League, no? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the champs other side of Manchester fun, let us down, so we were supporting Man City. Yeah, I... But Leon played well, bro. Pep just overthinks it. Yeah, like, he, he did overthink everything. It There's no way much. you should start De Bruyne on the wing. Like, it just doesn't make sense. He started three CDMs, and Gundogan is just the German finished, Harry finished. Winks, bro. Passenger, he passenger. Was a bit of a passenger, but so was Rodri like, that game as well. Yeah, yeah, but for me, both for me, I've said it to you. Like, Rodri is overrated, and Gundogan, I have not rated him for a couple of years now. Like, Gundogan's just finished, man. He, he's Do done think, it. Do you think, I think he's still an all right player. Bro. I he play. Nah, he like, trusts he, him in the big games. Right. Like, that's what I'll say. I don't. Yeah, bro, I that I said the same thing when he started against Eula in the semi final. I just he did, he doesn't do anything. But when you got Foden, when you got Foden and Mara's on the bench and it's one leg game, like you wanna be getting the goals in, like well, you they, don't want to be bro, sitting bro, back. The problem is they played a three five two. They literally played a three yeah, yeah. five two. And the thing is, yeah, alright, they're scared of Leon because they beat them two years ago in the group stages, yeah. But fuck That's it. dumb mentality to That's have. That's not though. the mentality Man City should have. Pep is in a quarter final mm. in a one leg game. He didn't. He played, bro. Play so how you played against Real Madrid. Play how you played against Real Madrid. Who just won La Liga? Who smoked Barcelona yeah. in La Liga? And you fucking yeah. And he he over he over. Like obviously him, that being said, you can't blame Pep for certain individual mistakes and misses. But you shouldn't ever be in those positions where Raheem Sterling misses a once uh, a sitter like that and it costs you the game. And Gabriel Jesus is lightweight as well. Let's be honest. He he played all right. I think he played all right. He got a night. He, he he did all right. But um, I just don't think like you can tell they miss Aguero, and um, yeah, they need yeah. I, yeah, I don't think Jesus is is up to it, man. He, I don't. And Sterling's miss. Let's not nah, forget man. that. Bro, Jesus, trust me. He starts over Firmino, like, he's got he's talent. He's got talent, but I know he's got talent. But, I just but he's got he's talent, man, but he's him. not a striker, man. He's not going to get goals, 20, 30 goals a season, like. He will one season, yeah, but, but just, Firmino. Like, maybe, how old is he, like, 22, 23? Bro, that's not just his game, though, like, he actually yeah, but, but so hard for a striker for City who is going to be replacing Aguero needs to get 20, 30 goals a season. Yeah, they're gonna, when Aguero goes, they're well, going to no, have to get another not, one to rotate. They might not want to play that way. Um, that being, no, bro, because Gabriel Jesus gets chances and he misses them. Like, you don't, no one wants that. Yeah, you know true. I mean? Yeah. Also, true. Um, eight but anyways, years. the other fucking shock. I mean, nah, it was, obviously the scoreline was a shock, but Barcelona have been washed. Like, I, their manager is rubbish. Their players yeah, are old they, as well. They've, They've, They've been got rubbish. Too many old they players. They need a whole. They need a whole clear out. Revamp. Like, revamp. If, big bro, revamp. when you're starting Vidal at Cam, like, come on now. Who did they? Yeah, but then so even Barca started bare conservative. It just showed the conservative approach is just fucked up in the one leg game because Barca must have started with yeah. surgery. Atletico as well. Atletico were trying to do their typical shit. Exactly. What I was saying though. What I was saying though. Like. For Barca, they need like I think seven new players in the starting squad at least. Like maybe about five Suarez six, finished, yeah. Messi's kind of like old, Vidal's gone, Rakitic gone, Busquets uh, gone, Jordi Alba Sergi, gone, Roberto and Semedo. Semedo got spun left right center, but he's good. He's a good right back, but he got spun left right center. I don't think he's good. Also, I feel like Barcelona have never had a right back since Dani Alves. Yeah, they mm. have. Like because then they started Why playing Sergio Roberto there. 
when he's a good player. Was he at Barca? Yeah, I didn't know he was at Barca. Barca. Yeah. And, but the thing is, I reckon if you put faith in um, Griezmann and Dembele with a good manager like Pot, yeah. you'll do your thing. Like, they're obviously yeah. amazing. Because, Gr- bro, he's been playing Griezmann out of position all season, bro. Oh, yeah, Poch needs to get in there and just change the thing. But I don't, I don't know, again, I don't know if Poch suits Barcelona. I can't lie. Bro, Poch, he might I mean, change I, it up, I, I, want, I want Poch to go to a team where he doesn't have to do another rebuild. I want the team to be ready for him. To take United, over. please come. No, I'm joking. Scunt, bro. Well, Poch is not going anywhere because you still had a successful season. I know you ain't won a trophy. In yeah, yeah, years, no, he's so not going to go anywhere for a while. And I, I won't. They've lost what three semi-finals this season. Oli's yeah. not the guy, bro. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I would. I think. I think. I think. Uh, Sir Alex Ferguson didn't win a trophy for four years. Ferguson, bro, you know, United have nearly spent a billion pounds in the past five years. But look at City. Yeah, but City are winning shit. Deflecting, but City have won the league two times in a row. Yeah, And probably in the past five years, they've won it four times, no? Three or four times. I think they've won it 2014, 17. You lot have spent like 750 mil or something in the past five years. And you've got your rope league. To win less trophies than Arsenal in the last seven years, bitch. To only finish above us two out of seven seasons, bitch. Yeah, I'll crawl. Let me crawl in my hole. I'll come back out next season still. (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. United have a better future than... Uh, Arsenal and Tottenham. No, I think we're heading in the season. right direction. Just give, give us another season. season. But yeah, but, well, are you going to get transfers? Sancho? Though. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Oh, think no, no, before Sancho. transfers, before transfers, Coutinho came on and scored two and assisted oh. against his own parent club. Firstly, that's yeah. mad. Secondly, PSG Atalanta. What's going to happen in the semi-finals with? Because PSG came back in the last minute, I felt bad for Atalanta. But I want to see, I want to see Neymar versus Bayern, so I want PSG to go through. For the neutral, everyone wants to see PSG Bayern in the final because the semi-finals yeah. were gonna be like, you know, we were getting gas for the semi-finals to be yeah. like Atletico PSG against yeah. City Real. But for the sake of the final, it has to be Bayern against PSG. That being said, Leipzig against PSG is a fucking close game yeah I think, yeah, I think it's game. a close game I think like yeah, were very very and as effective. we can see like anything can happen now like anything can yeah, happen exactly. exactly but um, before the champs I said City to win it and all Bayern but I was I'm not going to lie I did think City ahead of Bayern but it looks like it's going to be Bayern no? I Bayern yeah. yeah but PSG mm, I know they're in a one off game you never know though That's yeah exactly, nah, exactly. exactly. but let's, let's move on to transfers man before we end yeah cool. um Obviously, I've just seen this morning, my dad texted me saying that Tottenham has signed Joe Hart. And yeah. if, there's a, if there's an English player that I've hated more than Eric Dyer, it's Joe Hart. <laughs> why? Why? You have you have Lloris and the other guy, the good-looking guy. Third keeper, isn't it? He's going to be Gazzaniga, like Lee Grant, isn't it? Third keeper. No, team. he's just... Nah, he'll, he'll, I think he'll play with a Gazaniga. I don't think Mourinho likes him. He's too unpredictable. Gazaniga should go out He's a bit alone. skunked, but he's decent, though. He should go out on a loan, man. Like, no, I mean, maybe sell him. He's, he's, he's not... Thiago he's not is going to Liverpool. Not to it. But... Not 100%. No. Thiago looks like he's going to Liverpool. I think they've agreed terms, yeah, but if Thiago stays until January, yeah, he can go he for free. free. So... That's because... Yeah, yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, why are Liverpool not just paying 30 mil for this guy? He's that good. Yeah. Anyway, they're like, they can get him for just free. Just pay him, man. No, but Liverpool, you can get him for Liverpool, free. Liverpool need to make signings. Or yeah, but they can... Hard. But they've got... They can get him for free in January. They can get him for free in January, man. It's not that deep. Yeah, but 30 mil to a team that's just won the league and won the champs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either. It makes no sense, but... For a player like Thiago, mm. like Thiago yeah, is so it. cold. Um, uh, Jaden Sancho to United's kind of cooling off a bit. But uh, I, I don't, I don't happen, think he'll no? come. I don't think he'll come. Not this um, season. Not this season. And I think After next season, if he Man goes United anywhere, he'll go Liverpool. Um, 
So you don't think you're getting Sancho? You, so what are you gonna? What's going on? That was your main gonna, asset, though. That's what. Yeah, you're I think we're gonna go. If we're gonna go for someone, it's gonna be Grealish, um, and a and a and a. We need a left back and a centre back. United yeah. need a left back. I feel like you don't even need Grealish anymore. That's not the player you need. You got I think. You, I think you should. We go got for Bruno, Bangalore, but we, bro, look at our yeah. bench, bro. We have like matter to bring on in. Yeah, but Grealish won't want to come to come off the bench. But it's That's not bench. Like there's a lot of games in the season, man. He'll play a lot, man. Especially if. Like, as you can tell, Bruno gets frail after playing, like, five games in a row, like. Well, back to Arsenal being washed. They've signed Willian on a 200k a week. It's not 200k. Deal. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what nah, was reported. The, nah, the, te- the reporting's a bollocks. The, the, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's spoken no, to Don Raul, innit? He spoke to Don Raul before. Don Raul's... Nah, I'm actually kind of, like... I was a bit weirded out by Don Raul going... But um, it makes more sense now that they're saying that it's going to be Arteta and Edu in charge of things. William was, William was Chelsea's player of the season this season, remember? Yeah, he no, yeah, and I said he had a good season, but you don't sign a 31-year-old on a three-year deal, 200k a week. He's not, but the thing is, uh, Ethan, my friend, my good friend. And he has an option to extend it himself. No, 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 Ethan, 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 if we read, if we read into the technicalities of the deal, it's only 100k with some added bonuses. He's actually accepting 20k less than he was at... Chelsea and it is a three-year deal and that's what I was a bit worried about but he has an option, option for him he to hasn't got the, it's not in his hands there's no oh, that's what someone told me I, haven't um, done I know no that's what I thought at first as well I don't if if Willian's our only signing then it's a shit window but if he's a signing that can you know he, he this idea that older players are not as good but he's got seven cre- most created chances in the Prem this season he was Chelsea's most go-to guy this season I've never even rated him that highly but if you get another couple players like a this Gabriel centre-back that um, Fabrizio Romano was saying that we'll choose between Arsenal and Napoli this week after Edu came in. Um, if you get him and if you get um, Thomas Partey, which we obviously are, everyone knows we're, in, we're interested in, him or a creative... I don't you get, think you're going to pay the money for Partey. I can't lie. But I, maybe, I you, that, maybe you'll get desperate and you will. I think that the idea that we won't pay the money for Partey is that is assuming that we don't have any money, which we have little funds, but we're selling... Guendouzi for 30 to 40 and Torreira's looking to go with that money we can I saw Lacazette maybe going uh, so I said that Lacazette to Juve which was surprising as well God but, forbid um, yeah we're going to have to see what happens in Lacazette because yeah. like, then we have to get a striker as well or like or like then we can go I don't know if Lacazette goes I'd like to go for Zaha and play Bamiang down the middle but um, what are we saying with Hoiberg to um, you lot yeah I'm gassed that's exactly what we needed we haven't had a DM since Wanyama, since Wanyama's knees went, we haven't really had Wanyama was good in his first season as a DM as well, to be fair. Two seasons, bro. He had a couple good seasons. He was very good. Um, Hoiberg, yeah, he's got very good stats. Like, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't, I haven't watched Southampton in the I don't watch him. I don't watch him. He's a star, but the stat, judging by the stats, which I don't like to do, he is exactly what we need. Like, he's got he the passes the stats the test. It show. remains to be seen whether he passes the eye test or the stats test at now, time, but from watching Hoiberg, like, I thought he was a good player. He's a Mourinho player as well. Like his attitude, his interviews, he's been given. That's a good signing for us. But obviously, we need many, many more. Many, but, um, many, many, many more. Let's let's end the episode with a shout out to Arat. How do you say it? So Arat, Arat Hosseini. Hosseini, Oh yeah, my driller. Yeah, so basically, this six-year-old. I think I saw it on Twitter some video of this six-year-old <laughs> going mad with it, like <laughs> going around the cones with his left-footed, right-footed, doing it both feet, like six. He's sick. And, and he's got, well, I just, I typed him on Google and man's got a better six-pack than most fucking Donnies in the gym, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fucking wham. And he, he was born in, born in Iran. 
moved to the UK, signed for Liverpool. But is, you said he, he was born in Iran, innit? So he is Iranian, but I didn't, you yeah. said earlier that he's born in Iran. Is that right? He's not UK born. Yeah, yeah, he was. No, he's not. And then Come he moved on. to Everton and Liverpool were interested in him. Obviously, and obviously he's born he in Iran. He signed his deal but... with Liverpool now. He yeah, he signed Liverpool. for Liverpool. So shout out and... to him, little techie. I'll take him at Tottenham still. Let him go, man. Let he go. used to be at Barca, apparently. Oh, he's got four million followers. Six million followers? <laughs> yeah, fair. I, I, should we do an interview? Four floor, four floor, four floor, four floor. Yeah, shout out to Iran. But yeah, no, who's who's taking the last song today? Me, me, me. All right, say nothing. So yeah, last tune. It was a lovely episode. I'm going to end it on um, P. Rallel, P. Parallel, P. Rallel, whatever. His new oh, EP. Yeah. He's got a song with Lewis Culture. It's called Packed Bags. Is it Louis Culture or Lewis Culture? It could be Louis Culture, actually. Is it spelled L-O-U-I-S? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Louis, Louis, Louis. I think that's Louis. Yeah, yeah. My bad, brother. My bad, brother. That's but, all right, uh, mate. Live and you learn. I don't even know um, who Yeah, Packed Bags by Louis, by P. Rallel and Louis Culture. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening to episode 10. This is the end, technically, of the first season, but we will be back, obviously, in a couple of weeks. For the maybe with a surprise guest next week. With a surprise guest and with some maybe some little little tweaks and structural changes. But thank you for listening. If you've listened to us up until now, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, and watch out for the events coming up with the Four Floor events and the Four Floor interviews and articles. We've got some good names coming up and we've got some interesting insights. So thank you for listening and ta-da. That's great. Right.